in the middle by the word Shasisa. It's around halfway down in the narrow lines. And the Gemara says as follows. Shasisa. What is the Shasisa? It's a tavshil which is made of Kemach and Kliyos. You have these flower and maybe parched kernels and some type of a sweet flavor to it. Rav Omar, Rav says, the brocha you make on the shesisa, shackle near the vore. Rav says you make a shackle. Well, Shmuel Omar, Shmuel says, boire, me name is Zainus. Make him a Zainus. Omar Abchist, the vloi pliki, and there's no machlaikis. One, I can say there's no machlaikis. One said you make a shackle, one said you make him a Zainus. Oh, Shmuel, that says you make him a Zainus, is be, of, it's a belilo, of, it's a thicker batter. Ha, Rav, that says you make a shahakol. It's talking about, it's talking about, uh, belila raka. Thank you. A thinner bed. Okay, and therefore, you're not putting a lot of flour there. So, ava, Rav Chizah explained, clarifies, ava is la'achilo of dila. Ava, if it's a thicker batter, it's made for eating. Raka is lirufur ka'avilo. So Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Chis is saying, if it's a thinner batter, so this shasis is made for rafur. And therefore, you only make a shahako, which is going to raise another question. Your, your antennas, I'm sure, shut up, because didn't we learn that if you are eating a, taking food, food for rafur, then... Is you, are you making, like no. plume, right? That what you're saying? No bracha, right? No bracha, right? You, so that's part of the Shiloh over here. That's when we can keep that in mind. Or is it a situation that if it's, if it's refua, if it's for food and refua, right? Are you getting flavor out of it? No, so this is back and forth of Shiloh. Okay. Mostly Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef asked Rav Chiz the following question from a Bryce. The Shavin Shabayshin, and they both agree that you mix with a spoon the shasus, this thinner batter. Bishabis. Okay, you let us mix it on Shabbos. Bishaisin, Zaysim Hamitri, and you can drink the Zaysim Hamitri, the olives, the Egyptian olives on Shabbos. If you want to say that you're eating it for medicine, additional purposes, how could that be? You're not going to have a full medicine on Shabbos. We learned this already. Don't forget it. Don't you hold that regards to Shishisa, this, this, this thin batter, this thin, thin thing of, uh, which is made for a fool. You're allowed to have in Shabbos. I have to We learn the Mishnah in Shabbos, I have Testament base. When it comes to eating food, if it's actual food itself, so the food you're allowed to eat and the drink you're allowed to drink. Why? Because even though it has an additional benefit to it, but the Maisa, it's a food. So, just like tonight, if you have your chicken soup on Shabbos, right? 
So you tell me, well, it's the winter time, it's good to have chicken soup. Very nice. Jewish penicillin. It's not a problem because it's food. So what's the problem? Elo, my What's the incentive of the Mishnah? He says, one who's eating or drinking this, he's eating for, he's, he's intending to eat or drink it. And that's why it's permissible, even if by a byproduct of this benefit, it's also medicinal. Here also, here also the person's intending to eat it. And once he's intending to eat it, it's not a problem of Isra, Rufu, and Shabbos. It's not a problem of medicinal Taking medicine on Shabbos. Okay, that's the basic understanding. If you're eating the food for the purpose of the food, and this is this is something that comes up. Let's say a person has chapped lips, and you can't take Vaseline and put in your lips. You can't take a chapstick or all the things like this. But you know what you can do? You can say, oh, you know what? Sometimes people make uh, foods that have that oily, oily foods. Whatever the examples of the foods are. If you intend to eat that oily food, and to also put it on your lips... And put it on your lips. That's fine, because it does. It does it's, it's food. You're eating the food. You you realize to yourself. You know what? I'm gonna get the best of both worlds over here. I I shmal sering. Okay, whatever whatever it is. Ah, you see, somebody likes the shmal sering here. Okay, so whatever it might be, whatever the foods are. Who no, doesn't? Who doesn't? Okay. <laughs> so so you have a little of the shmal sering. You, you you take care of your 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 lips that are a little chapped. And then you get the, but, but you're really eating the food at the same time you're getting the medicinal value. Lishnachrina. Gemara says, The person's intending to eat the shmaltzering, the oily food, and it's just going to, um, benefit his lips in this case to benefit his, uh, the refuah. So too, anytime he's eating it for refuah, it's not a problem, excuse me, for food, it's not a problem if he also benefits medicinally from it. Why did he mention the stirring? Is that to do with lash? Yeah, yes, what, yes. What the stirring is the, was the lash issue. Yes, correct. That's why he was doing it like a, a crisscross with a spoon. Chris. Yes, yeah. And we need to learn this case of Rav and Abrai, so that one is permitted to eat the Shasisa Raka on Shabbos, even though it's beneficial for a medicinal value. Because if you would say like this, that on Shabbos you would eat from the Brisa, you would eat on Shabbos uh, from the from the medicine. I mean, I might have thought that he's intending to eat it and the refu just has by itself. But maybe if the person is intending bedafka specifically for medicinal value intentionally, that's in other words, why am I eating this? I'm not eating because I want to eat the food. I want to eat the food because I want the medicinal value to it. I want to get my lips that are that are so chapped. I want to get them, you know, greased up a little, oiled up. So I want to get them lubricated. So since you're going to get hano from it, from the shmal herring or the any, whatever food it might be, so you have to make a bracha. So that's the chiddush over here. The chiddush is like this. One might have thought that, one might have thought if I'm eating the food in, initially for the, the sole benefit of the medicine that is going to provide me, the medicinal value, so maybe... I don't make a bracha on it. Ah, that's where the that's where the chiddush is. 
that you have to make a brach on it. Let's discuss for a second, before we go further, a person wants to take, he has permission halakhically, he has to take antibiotics, he takes he takes the medicine uh, every single day, and he has to take it on Shabbos as well. There's no shayla, he's permitted to take this medicine on Shabbos. Now, if he takes a drink of water with the medicine, and he doesn't want the water, so he does not need to make, and should not make a brach on the water. He's only taking the water, drinking the water to get the, the pill down. But, if the person is now, now once again, if he wants the water also, then, then he should make a shackle. But what happens if the person wants to take some orange juice down with this medicine? He wants to use orange juice. So now, since he's came in, he's getting hanot, he's getting enjoyment out of it, he has to make sure any time he's taking any beverage that is besides the water, even if you say, I don't want the orange juice, I don't want the orange juice, I don't want the apple juice, but by definition, that's exactly what this Gemara is teaching us over here. You're getting Hano out of it, and even if you're not Mechavin for the enjoyment, you're having the Hano anyway. Like a flavored seltzer, you're asking? Or f- f- yeah. seltzer is like water. Oh, like orange juice. I mean, what you say? Because the, the bubbles you're saying. Yeah, yeah no, the bu- seltzer is like water. So if you're, if you're uh, in that regard, if you're just drinking the, 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 the bubbled seltzer, uh, then, then I wouldn't make a brach if you not if you unless you specifically want it. Okay, Zagdamar Vaiter. The Mishnah told, told us back in Daflamid Hay that when it comes to if you eat bread, you make the brach Now, we're going to have a very interesting Gemara over here where we want to know the Lashon of the Gemara uh, of the of the of the bracha. Is it Hamoitzi Lechem in the Aretz? Or is it Moitzi Lechem in the Aretz? And you're going to come up with the Chiddush. The Chiddush is like this. In fact, the best way to make the bracha is really Moitzi Lechem in Aretz. Don't, don't start doing that, please. But the best way the Gemara teaches is to make the bracha Moitzi Lechem in Aretz. That's how we're going to pass it, but we don't do that. You hear what I'm saying, though? We're going to learn the best way to make the bracha is Moitzi Lechem in Aretz. No one agrees to that. But we don't do that. And we have to find out from Taisus why don't we do that. First, let's go through it one step at a time. Mari says like this. We learn in the Braisa, Ma'u Aymer, what's the bracha on bread? Hamaitzi lechem in With a hay. Okay? So, you make the bracha on eating bread, Hamaitzi lechem in aritz. Rabbi Nechemya Aymer, Maitzi lechem in Without a hay. Rabbi Nechemya says, you want to come to eat bread? You eat, you say the bracha of mighty lechem in Aretz. Now, the rule is like this. Before we go further, let's just put down the, the rules on the table here. That the bracha should be made beloshen ovar, in past tense. Because it's mishabeach Hashem, it praises Hashem. And we're saying Hashem is hoitzi lechem Hashem took out the bread from the ground. Now, we're not going to discuss that Hashem take out lechem from the ground or that Hashem take out wheat from the ground. That's not the Gemara's discussion. That's not our discussion this morning. But the point is that Hashem took out the lechem from the arts, which the, which the person is coming to eat now. Therefore, according to this cloud, the machlekes between the chamim and the tanakama. We can understand what, what is this machlekes over here? Is it past or is it future? Okay, so we want to say a lotion of past. Amar Rav, 
When it comes to the word mighty without the hey, everyone agrees, all the Tanoim agree that the lotion of mighty lechem in Aretz is avar. It's exactly one. We want past that Hashem took out the lechem from the Aretz. Dixiv, where is there a proof that, I, that the word mighty means past? The Pasuk says by Bilam, Bilam was saying what Hashem did, kel moitziom mi mitzrayim. Kel, Hashem, took them out, past tense, from mitzrayim. So everyone agree that you should say moitzi lechem laris. There's no machlegs tanayim in that. Said ki pligi ha moitzi, beha moitzi. Rabbanan savi, Rabbanan hold, ha moitzi de apik mashma. Hamoitzi is a lotion of Ovar. The Chamrold Hamoitzi is past tense, which is what we want also, right? The Chsevet says Hamoitzi lochamai mitzrach halamish. A halamish. Akushbarhu took the water out of the flintstone. Surah halamish. That's past tense. Is it, is it, is it, is it changes to future there? What, what, what oh, so, so let's, yeah, let, let's. I, I think I think I think I know what you're asking. Okay, keep that in mind. Let's go a little further. Okay, I, I think I know what you're asking. Okay, so Hamoitzi luchamayi mitzurach halomish. So here we're saying that Hashem took out for Bnei Yisrael the water from the from the stone that in the, during the, in the midbar. Moshe Rabbeinu said these words after it already happened. Okay. So you see over here, Hamoitzi is the Lashon Ova. Rabbi Nechemia Savar, Hamoitzi, the Mapik Mashma. Rabbi Nechemia learns, no, the word Hamoitzi is the future. Is Osir. Shinemar, because you have in, 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 uh, Shemois, in Vayera, it says, the Pasuk says, Ani Hashem Lekechem, I am Hashem Yagar, who will take you out from the bondage, from the slavery in Mitzrayim. So you see over here the word Hamoitzi is referring to the future, says Reb Nechemiah. So let's just stop for a second. What, what do we have until now? When it comes to the word Moitzi, so I said the word high is the prefix there. I mean, I don't know. Is that is that in, in the verbiage it changes? The, so well, we have to take what they're doing is the the tanoim are taking the amoraim are taking the 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 lotion of the context as well. What's the context? Where did this take out? Where did this take place? The the word hamoitzi. So if it took place on something I was talking about the past. If Bilam was referring to something that happened already, if we're in Ban Midbar and Bilam was saying that. Kel moitziyom, Hashem took them out, right? Or, or is it hamoitzi is lechamayim mitzurah halamish, right? And it happened already. Hashem took the water out already from the rock, so that's 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 a lotion of avar past. Or are we saying here that's this machlokes here? That's exactly the machlokes. So when it comes to moitzi, there's no machlokes. It's lotion avar. The only machlokes we have right now is if it's lotion if hamoitzi is avar, which is what we want. Or if it's uh, a future which we don't we want to make the bracha hamaytzi in over. Okay, so Gemara says further. Hahu that pasuk is referring to 
When is referring to when in the future, when I will take you out, I will do something for you. I will make signs and show everyone that I am the one that took you out of Mitzrayim. So, in other words, and they will know, it will be known, I am Hashem your God. What's referring to is like this. After I will redeem you from Mitzrayim with the to you, at that time, then they will know, I am Hashem your God. And I am the one that took you out of Mitzrayim. And since that pasuk is a distant, is, I believe this is what Rabbi Saul was referring to. Since that pasuk is referring to the Ova, in other words, Hashem is saying, I will take you out. But in the pasuk, it's saying that when I will take you out in the future, then everyone will know in the past that it was me. Okay? Fine. Now, Gemara relates a story. The Rabbanon were praising to Rabbi Zeiro as Bar Bar as Bar Rav Zvid de Rav Shimin Bar Rav Zvid. The son of Rav Zvid, who was the brother of Rav Shimin, to Rav Zvid, that what the Odom Godolu, that his son or the brother, depending on the relationship here. Is an, they don't say the Chacham's name, but we're saying here that they said there's a Chacham, there's an Adam Gadol coming here. Ubaki bebrachasu, and not only that, his specialty is brachas. This is especially brachas. That's amazing. That we're learning now. But siyat shmaya, beautiful. So Amar Lahem, so Abzeira said to Chacham, the Shiyavi liyadchem. When he comes to town, he comes to you. Teviul liyadi, bring him to me. Want to see how he makes brachas? So happened to have happened that this Chacham, which his name is not mentioned, came. So they took out some bread. It's interesting to point out that they could have said in the Gemara that they gave him bread. But the Gemara uses the Lashon, they took out, they were Okay, they took out bread, which is our word we're dealing with over here. Okay, and it's not by chance that it is said such a Lashon. Pasach v'amar moitzi. Baruch ato Hashem elokeinu melech haylam. He said the word moitzi. Lechem min aris. And he said it like the b'raiso, like Rabbi Nechem in the b'raiso. V'amar zeh hu sh'oyim elolav da'adam gadol hu? Obaki v'brachas hu? So Rabbi Zeris said, this is this person that you're telling me he's such an adam gadol and he's such an expert in brachas? Bishlama i Amar. If you would have told me, he would have made the bracha Hamoitzi, like the Chacham of the Brisa, Ashmin and Taima. Then he would teach us the reason behind why he said the lashon of Hamoitzi as Hamoitzi Lechem Naris. Of our whole Machlokes is a lashon of our, and how does that work? 
However, here, now, Vashminan, the Elchus Karabanan, we say the Allah is like Rabbanan, who disagree with Rabbi Nechemya. Elah, the Amar Moitzi, Mike Mashmulan. Now that this Adam Gadol, Tamil Chacham, and Abakim Brachas says the word Moitzi, I'm not learning anything from it. Because we all know that when it comes to Moitzi, there's no Machloikis in that. We wanted him to be able to answer our dispute of what does it mean, Ha Moitzi? Ashan Avar or Lashan Asi? And do you, do you make the bracha hamaytzi? And let him clarify that. If ihu, Gemara clarifies, ihu da avid, lafuki nashmi plugtar. So, the Gemara says, well, if he was this Adam Gadol, an expert in brachas, so why did he say the word maitzi, lechem in aritz? And the Gemara answers, you know why? Very simply. Because there was a dispute. Do you say maitzi lechem in aritz? Or do you say hamaytzi lechem in aritz? Well, maitzi lechem in aritz, there's no machlaikis. Everyone agrees it means past. And that's the, that's the preferred choice. So therefore, he said the term but on the bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem Lekinu Melech Olam, Maitzi Lechem That's why this Chacham Adam Gadol did say it like this. However, Reb Zeyrah felt if the Adam Gadol is coming here, so he should tell us a Chiddush. And if he's not telling us a Chiddush, then we have a little question, what kind of Adam Gadol is he? Because we, have, we want the Chiddush over here. When he says, if he would say Hamaitzi, and then we'd say, oh, Hamaitzi is Lashon Avar, that's what we're looking for. The Hilgasa, look at this. Hilgasa, Hamaitzi Lechem in the Aris. The Kaimalon, Kirabalan, the Amri, the Apik Mashma, and the Allah is that we say the Lashon of Hamaitzi Lechem min Aris, because we pass like the Rabbanan of the Brisa that means Avar, past tense. Hamaitzi means past tense. Okay. Now, what is the obvious kash in the sugya? The obvious kash in the sugya is that we have a scenario where there is no, no machlaikis that the word moitzi means past. And that is the, that is the tense we want to make the bracha in. We want to say the bracha Hashem took the bread out of the ground. But yet we're paskining very clearly that we all know we don't make the bracha moitzi lechem make the bracha ha moitzi lechem So, well, why is that? Why are we making the bracha Hamaitzi Lechem in Aretz? To that, I draw your attention to the top Taisis, where Taisis tells us as follows. He brings the Yushalmi. And the Yushalmi says, the reason why we say the Lashon of Hamaitzi Lechem in Aretz, because there's a concern that when you have two letters, that one word ends with the same letter that the next word begins with, that we're going to possibly swallow up those two letters together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he says, Taima, he says, ends with a mem, and then ha, then you have ha moitzi. If you would say melech ha'olam moitzi, you have mem mem back to back. And the same way, like just like by Shema, we want to make a psik, we're in a pause and make sure we don't combine al livavecha, al livavecha, the lamed to the lamed. So over here also, we, even though the choicest way is to say moitzi, lechem and aretz, but the Yushalm is explaining the reason why we don't say, we don't say moitzi lechem and aretz, but rather hamoitzi, is to avoid this problem. Good? There's one question first, before we take your question. Question is, but if you continue in the bracha, Melech Ha'ilam, Baruch Atah Hashem Akinu, Melech Ha'ilam, Hamoitzi, Lechem, 
Min. So you have the same problem now. Lechem is Mem. The last letter is Mem. Min, the first letter is Mem. So now we have the same problem. Back to where we started from. So we just said the reason why we're not saying Moitzi is to avoid the Mem Mem back to back. Now we have Mem Mem back to back once again in the same, in the same bracha. So Taisus addresses this and he says like this. He says, is also the two letters back to back, which is a problem. Shiny Hassan, the croc said, the Pasuk says it. The Pasuk in Tehillim, Kapitel Kuvdalid, so, two things. One is, he says it's based on a Pasuk. We have a Pasuk. I want to make a suggestion. Because the fact that it's based on a Pasuk, how does that help the problem? You still have men, men back to back. So I want to suggest what, what, what Taisus is saying, and this is just my explanation of what Taisus is saying. You don't have to take it or leave it. But, but perhaps Taisus is telling us when you have the Pasuk that we say Tillum. Since we say Tillum, we're saying Tillum properly. We're not going to combine the mem of lechem and the mem of min in the pasuk, so we're going to make sure it's clear and going click properly on our lips when we make the bracha as well. Okay, that's my explanation of what Taisus is giving the answer over here, where it's not a problem with the mem and the men, lechem and min. Fine. The last point that Taisus says over here is that since the bracha of Hamoitz lechem is based on this pasuk. Has ten words. Therefore, says Taisus, when you're breaking bread, you should hold both of your hands on the bread. Sometimes you see people when they make a mitzvah of us, they have the, the the food with two fingers, you know, you know, uh, you know, right and. And uh, they got a speeding ticket, and then they uh, they, they, they made the hamaytzi with two fingers on it. No, that's not... First of all, no speeding tickets. Say every single word. We see the bracha is made, that we don't want to swallow up the letters. So put ten fingers on it. Look what you're eating. Make the bracha loud and clear, unless you're doing it during a shear, so don't do it after a shear. And baracha to Hashem, with ten fingers on the bread. Zag Vaiter. Yes, question. Zag Vaiter. Mishtabun Rabbanon prays Rabzeiro. Bar Rav Zvid Achua. No, we saw this. No, with uh, two dots. Two dots, I'm sorry. Yeah, went backwards. Yeah, okay, Eurokus now. Okay, Eurokus. Zag Gemara Vaiter. Tony, we learned in the Mishnah. That on vegetables you make, Now we said that the vegetables are similar to the bread. What does it mean? What similarity does the vegetables have and bread have? Just like by pas, it changed to the fire. You had dough that was baked and then it was put into the oven and then you have bread. Af Yurokois, so too, says the Tano, it changed Nami Shnishtanu al Dehur by cooking it. 
So Amar Avnoi Mishmei Dabayo Zois Aymeres. So this comes to tell us that Shlokois, which is cooked vegetables, Mevarach and Aleim Bayer Piyadama. Cooked vegetables, you should make what? You should make a Bayer Piyadama. Dorash of Chiz, the Mishum Rabbeinu, Umanu, of Chiz the Darshin, in the name of Rabbeinu. And who is this? This is Rav. Shlokis Mevarchna Leim Bayer Piyadama. Cooked vegetables, you make a Bayer Piyadama. Rabbi Seno Hayor, the Mirat Yisrael, the Bavel, the Rahman, who came down from Israel to Bavel, Umanu, who is this? Ula, Mishmei the Rabbi Yoich, no Amash, Shlokis Mevarchna Leim, Shahakol, Nevdvore. Cooked vegetables, you make a Shahakol. So you had over here like this. You had bread, which was the finished product, but it came from the ground, right? And then it was baked, the dough was baked, and then the bracha changed. So to also, maybe if you have a vegetable, comes from the ground, and you cook it now, the bracha should change also. Now his is now coming to Miyashiv, the Machlekes, answer of the Machlekes between Rav, and Rav Yechinon, Vani Oimer, and Rav Chisus says there's no machlokes between Rav and Rav Yechinon. Why is there no machlokes? Kol shetchilosa berpi adama. Anytime you have a vegetable, that the beginning bracha would be a hadama. Anytime you have a scenario, that's be every hadama. Sholkoi, if you cook it, and it becomes worse than it was originally. In other words, it's not a better product now that it was cooked. Then you should not make hadama. Rather, shahakol niyabedvaroi. Well, let, let's finish the, the, mention, the statement that will take your thoughts. But if you have a vegetable that if you would eat it raw, and it's not so good in its raw state, so you make a shahakol, Rabbi said, give me an example of a vegetable that you would eat it raw, you make a shahakal. So I'll give you an example. I'm glad you're having difficult thinking about it. A potato. What bracha do you make in potatoes? So we all know, you ask any little child, you make adama. What happens if you eat a raw potato? Don't ask me who's going to eat a raw potato. I'll tell you, I'll tell you afterwards. I know somebody who told me he used to eat raw potatoes. So raw potatoes, mommy's a potato. So shahakal, you make a shahakal, a raw potato. Because the raw potato is not really meant to be eaten raw. Okay? So if I'm, t- so if I'm tasting the batter from the kugel I'm making raw, it's just basic. I hear, I hear. Okay. The batter with the raw potatoes. The only time I eat raw potatoes. I hear. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, interesting. Interesting thought. Raw potato batter, potato kugel. So he says here, he says, maybe in that case, make a, take a drink shako first before that. Have the potatoes in mind. So he says over here, if it's originally a, a vegetable that is better eaten raw, right, in its raw state, and you cook it, just review, and you cook it, and you're ruining it, so to say, so that's to make a shahako. But if it's a vegetable that if it's eaten raw, like the potato, and then you cook it, it gets better, so then that's adama. That's how Rav Chizda wants to make shalom, I'll call you so all over here. So when I ask, anything that is originally the vegetable, that it's raw, you make a shakle. And if you, if you cooked it, now it's by law, where do you find such examples like this? 
by cabbage, beets, or gourds. Those are examples that if it's raw, if it's a raw steak, you make a shako, but if it's in this cooked state, you make hadama. Ella, kol but something that was originally Adama, Sholkoi, Shahakol, Heichi Mishkachos, no? If you cooked it to make it into a state of Shahakol, how do you have such a case like that? What's the example of that? So Gemara says, You have that, I found, the case of Tumi and Karti. What's Tumi and Karti? Garlic and leek. Garlic and leek. We know by Aramaic, you take the tuff and you make it into a shin, and that's the that's the same same word in, in Lush and Kaidish. So Tumi is Shum. Shum is garlic. Dorash Rav Nachman Mishum Rabbeinu Umanu. Who is this? Shmuel. Shlok is mevarchan aleim bayer piyadama on on vegetables that you cook. You make a bayer piyadama. The chaverein hayarde married Israel. And the chaverim that came down from Israel, manu ulo, like we said earlier, mishmeid Rabbi Yochanan Amar Shlokas Vavarchan Alein the Shachal Nevet Varoi that cooked vegetables. He said you make a shachal. Vani Oimer Machloikas Shnuyim. We said this is this is already discussed in the Machloikas. The Tanya we learn in the Brisa the Sefer says Yoitzin you could be fulfilled Berakik Hashori. You can fulfill your obligation of matzah on Pesach with this matzah with the soaked in water. Thin matzah soaked in water. Let's not get into gebrachs over here. Over mavoshol shloinimoyach, and so too if it was cooked and it didn't dissolve, the 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 matzah didn't dissolve, we still call it lechem oini. Divrei Rabbi Meir, it's according to Rabbi Meir in the Mish in the Brisa. Rabbi Yosi Yomer Yaitzin berekik hashoroi. You can fulfill your obligation with the rekik hashoroi with this le- this lechem oini. That was soaking. But not if it was cooked, even though it didn't dissolve. Okay. It, 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 right. So it depends. Is that is that was called matzah bray or not? If it's called a matzah bray, then that's not a problem. Okay. So Gemara pushes this aside and says, no, doesn't doesn't like Rav Nachman's approach. Well, like this machloikis between Shmuel and Rabbi Yechonon. It's two yamach. Is ready tonight? I'm sorry, it's not a machlekes tonight, right? We wanted to say it's machlekes tonight, so we're saying no, it's not machlekes tonight. The kuli alma shlokais mavarchan leyen bayer piyadam. Everyone agrees when it comes to shlokais, make a bayer piyadam. When it comes to shlokais, make a bayer piyadam. Ad kan loyko amar Rabbi Yosi Hasam over here. Rabbi Yosi didn't say this case. Elamishum, the beinon tamatz leko, because you need the taste of matzah and you don't have the taste of matzah because it was cooked, you lose that taste of matzah. Aval hacha, but in the case of the shlaka, Yisafil or Biyasi Maide, Biyasi will still agree that you make a bayur piyadama because it's still called a fruit. So we said earlier that Ula said in the name of Yechonon, you make a shackle on the vegetables that were cooked. As Marcus is now going to discuss this. Amr Abichia Barab, Amr Abichia Shlokas Mavarchan Leim Bar Piyadam. So Abichia Barab is quoting in the name of Yechonon that Shlokas you make a what a Bar Piyadam. Rabbi Binyamin Bar Yefes Amar, Amar 
Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says the name of his Rabbi Rabbi Yechanan. Shlakas mevachan leim shaklam You make a shackle. So this is a bit of a problem here because we have one Rabbi, two Talmidim, saying that you make two different brachas in the name of the same Rabbi. Rabbi Chibar is saying you make, that Rabbi Yechanan says you make hadama on cooked vegetables. Rabbi Yomba Yavit says you make hadama. So what does Gemara do with this? Amr of Nachman Yitzchak, well, well, let's, let's see. Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, well, let's see. Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, Kavu Ula, the Shibashte, Kirabi Binyam Bar Yafes. So, in other words, you're learning the halacha from Ula, the name of Rabbi Binyam Bar Yafes. That's not the way it works. Because Gemara doesn't tell us that Rav Chiyu Bar is the Messoira when it comes to Rabbi Yechonon's halachas. Tehei, Tehei bar Rabbi Zeira. Let's understand what's going on over here. How could this be? You can even put Rabbi Yom Bar Yavis in the machlagus with Rabbi Chiyah Bar Abba. Mechimai inyan Rabbi Yom Bar Yavis eitz Rabbi Chiyah Bar Abba. He doesn't even Rabbi Chiyah Bar Abba doesn't even begin to enter in the conversation of a machlagus. Why? Because when it regards to the mitzvah of Rabbi Chiyah Bar Abba, daik. He, Rabbi Chiyah Barab, was very precise to make sure he's saying over correctly the name of his Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan. Furthermore, the Gomer Shmaitei, near Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi, and he reviewed, and, 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 he, and he knew very clearly what his Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan, said over correctly. However, Rabbi Binyam Bar Yavis, Lloyd Dayek, Rabbi Binyam Bar Yavis, he didn't say over with the correct preciseness of what his Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan, was saying. So when it comes to saying over in in the name of Rabbi Yochanan and you have Rabbi Chiyah Barabba saying something and you have Rabbi Yom Bar Yavis saying something, we don't even take into account Rabbi Yom Bar Yavis statements according to what Rabbi Chiyah Barabba said. Therefore, the bracha on cooked vegetables will be Hadama because that's what Rabbi Chiyah Barabba said in the name of his Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan. Void, furthermore, not only was Rabbi Chiyah Barabba so medayik, so, so precise, Rabbi Chiyah Bar Abba called Tilson Yoyim in Mahada Tamudai Kamei de Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi. Every 30 days he chazered over his learning in front of his Rabbi. Rabbi Yochanan the Rabbi Binyam Bar Yavis loy Mahader. However, Rabbi Yom Bar Yavis was not Mahader. He did not review his learning in front of his Rabbi. So you see two reasons as to why the first reason alone is good enough is to, is to understand why we accept Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Chiyah Barabba, uh, Rabbi Yochan, that you make Hadam and cook vegetables. Second reason is adding on that Rabbi Chiyah Barabba has it over his learning, uh, all 30, every 30 days. Vo'oid, furthermore, Rabbi Zayra asked further, Rabbi Chiyah Barabba called, uh, he said, called this said, Mahadra Tamudi Kameh, Rabbi Chiyah, Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi, Rabbi Yamiyah, fine. Void, I'm sorry. Void, barmin dein, barmin dein. Besides for these two reasons, the hahud tormeso, we had this tormeso, this, this, uh, legume, that in order to eat it, it had to be cooked seven times. Seven times. The shalki lay sheva zimnim bikidera. They would cook it seven times in the pot. Vo'achli lay bikinu achsud, and ate it like zaykatabah dessert by the meal. Also, v'sholu l'Rabbi Yechonon, they went and they asked Rabbi Yechonon, v'amar luhu, mevarchi, mevarchi nilave, bayer piyadama. And he said, you make on it a bayer piyadama. You see, this, this fruit, this vegetable that you had to cook seven times, still retains the status of fruit, and, and you what, you also have to, 
uh, you make a dumb on it. Vaoid Omar Rebchia Barabo. Furthermore, Rebchia Barabo says, "Ani reisi as Rabbi Yochanan Shalacha Zayis Melech." I saw Rabbi Yochanan who ate a Zayis Melech. What's a Zayis Melech? An olive and salt. Now, an olive dip in salt. Salt, what it does is it has a cooking process. In halacha, salt is like it cooks it. Cooks it. Uberich Allah betchila betsayif, and he made a bracha before, and he made a bracha afterwards. Where explains what's going on here. If you want to say that cooked vegetables retain the original bracha of the hadama, or, 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 or the original bracha, what it is, meaning that here in the case of the olive, what's the bracha of the olive? A bracha olive is eight. So here, and at the end, he made ala eight because he ate the olives and it was the same olive like it was originally. But if you want to say if you cook the vegetables, then it's, it doesn't retain its original status. So then originally you should have made a shahakul on this salted olive. At the end, what he make at the end? But since you say he made a bracha at the end, so you see it, it made a, the bracha at the end is, is uh, the Allah eight. And therefore, maybe that, that's the right Gemara wants to say that it didn't, it, it didn't change. So Gemara asks on that, no, maybe that's not such a good right. Dilma, as you just said, Rabbi Israel, maybe that's what he said there at the end, and therefore it's not a right that it didn't change. And Rabbi Israel will pick up Mitzvah Shem next time.